0: might sound crazy, but in this podcast, we literally teach you how to be successful. I hate hate saying stuff like that, but it's true. It's simple as that. You want to become successful. You want to make headway towards your goal. You want to feel inspired and insightful about the work you do. You want to live life on your terms, employ your own damn self, and define your own lifestyle. In this podcast, we teach you, as I said, literally how to do that, how to get successful. It's a deep dive into what we mean when we say successful, how that word bamboozles us, hoodwinks us, and we lose touch with the very thing that's going to contribute most to genuine success in our lives, right? You're gonna like it. Make a cup of coffee or tea, invest an hour now in real lasting success. And let's dig in. Hello, and welcome to The Fizzle Show! Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Chase Reeves with The Fizzle Show. Every Friday, we publish another conversation to educate and motivate you. People who work for themselves or who want to, because doing it on your own, you are just so prone to isolation, burnout, to fizzling out. Okay, Now, if you want to go deeper than podcast conversations, there's a lot in these podcast conversations. We're almost at episode 200, but if you want to go deeper, if you want to have structured learning, if you want to be able to click play, get the downloads, follow along the roadmap, etc., we've got that inside of Fizzle, our membership community that costs only $35 a month, and it gets you access to a community of entrepreneurs. All of them self-employed, working on doing the thing, okay? The thing that you wanna do. What is the thing? You know what the thing is. The thing is the thing, man, right? You get access to this community. You get weekly coaching calls with us, the leaders of the Fizzle community. You get the courses. We have over 40 different courses. You get the interviews, deep, rich interviews with founders telling exactly how they did what they did, right? And all of that wrapped up in a bow under the roadmap. All right, our nine-stage roadmap for small business, which guides you through every step of the thing. It's the thing. (laughs) You can get all of this because you're a Fizzle Show listener for free for five weeks. That's a lot of fours and f's, fours and fives. Fizzle.co slash try five. Fizzle.co slash try five. If you want to make steady progress Towards the life that you design at Fizzle. Follow along at home at fizzleshow.co/slash one nine eight. I'll be back after this conversation to fill in any gaps. So listen, I, I spoke at a conference recently, uh, and I and I did some work putting together a talk. I figure I could walk you guys through the same thing here because I think it's pretty good. You guys up for that?
1: I'm ready. Yeah,
2: I'm excited. I didn't get to hear it beforehand. So
1: I hope you blow our minds.
0: Okay, I I do too. I got. I'm going into my little journal here, my my journal where I keep all my notes. Now, Steph and I are going to do a webinar about journaling, mm-hmm. and th- we're just like figuring out exactly when. Um, so, if you're not on the list, the email list at the Sparkline, if you go to Fizzle.co/slash subscribe or or anything or if you go to the show notes for this episode, fizzleshow.co slash 198, sign up on the email list there if you want to know about a webinar that we're going to be doing on how both Steph and I journal. We use different practices. I love this so much because it is my, basically it is how I stay motivated. It's become so effective for staying motivated and staying focused and when I have like 100 different projects going on or something. I can stay focused on the ones that matter and really think them through. Um, not, not to mention, I also get to connect with myself, Steph. You know, I, get to I love do it, that, which, which is neat. So we're gonna do that. We're just figuring out what, what, uh, what day we're gonna do that. Uh, get on the list asap if you're not on the list because we're gonna do it in the next like week or two. Because yep. my baby's being born soon, and I'm like, I want to get this out the door. I want this out in the world before then. Love it. So. So, um, listen, here's something I want us all to do. Okay, you two, Steph and Corbett, this is what I want you to do. I want you to do this, all right? And everybody listening, no matter what you're doing, I want you to think about what is the next thing for you right now. You know this, it's it's either a project that you're working on, or maybe it's something personal. Maybe it's, I, I don't know what it is. It's just, it's the thing that's been in your mind sort of rattling around for a while, and you just know you need to do that. What is the one thing, all right, and then I want you to simplify that down into one word. You won't have to explain it. You won't have to explain it to me or anybody. Uh, you just need to have it one word. It means it means what it needs to for you. So one thing, one word, all right? Do you guys have that?
1: I have a clarifying question.
0: You have so, a clarifying question? Bring yes, it on. Of course by you I do. One-
1: <laughs> <laughs> Teacher's pet over here. So, by mm. one thing we need to do, do you mean like give us some more? Do you mean like uh, do,
0: uh, just like anything? Don't ask questions, Steph. Okay. D- look right. into your heart. Okay. What's the next thing? What's the next thing? You know, the there's people out there who had
1: the same question. I've got those people yeah. back. So, when yeah. I
0: did it live, got that same exact question. <laughs> 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 I'm like, trust yourself. What's the one thing? Like, you, know, what's loudest inside of you right now? All right, so you're looking for the one thing and you're trying to get it down into one word. The one, And so tell me when you guys have it. Corbett, do you have your one thing, one word? Yeah. What is it? Yes, sir. It's commit. It, commit. Got it. Got it. Commit. Steph, do you have yours? I do. What is it?
1: It's so lame.
0: <laughs> I love that. I love that. Why do you think it's lame? Why do you think it's lame?
1: <laughs> because it's hard. It's very hard to capture this in one word.
0: Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. But it, it's I like this, by the way, this exercise a lot for anybody listening of getting to one word. Let a project be one word. Or let your not let your like what you need to do next. Distill it down to one word. It's just this little mental exercise that forces you to focus in in much in, in just a really clarifying way. So what, what's yours, Steph? What is it?
1: It's fitness.
0: Got it. Love it. Love it. Okay. Now, listeners, I wanted you to do that same exact thing. One word, your next thing. Okay? Because basically success in that thing, in whatever that thing is, is going is, to, you want it to be, right? Whatever it's going to be, success kind of naturally turns into one of two directions. And they, they have the same root. I don't know exactly what that root is. Um, but uh, so basically when we talk about success culturally, like just mass culturally, what we're talking about is either, you know, enough people like it, like it's popular enough, right? Or it is making enough money. Like I it, it's wealthy and it's making enough money for me, right? Success normally when we use use the term success, what we're talking about is either it's popular or it's making money. Normally some combination of the both, right? Mm-hmm. This is what like the term just sort of naturally happens to be like culturally when we use the word success. So success in that project, that one word, one thing uh thing for all of you listeners and, and you two here, um will naturally just kind of like like it's almost like the word just just get like you don't feel good about it unless it's got enough people, it's popular enough or it's making enough money, right? But but wait a second, but we could do this other thing. Okay, now think about your one word, Steph and Corbett. Think about this project that you have or this next thing every listener, and I want you to try to write down something a little bit harder. This one actually takes a little bit more work. What would make that thing, what would make that one thing a success to you? All right? Think about that. So you've got your one thing, you've got your one word about that thing, and then you're like, what What would make that a success to you? Okay? This is, a, by the way, this is the reason why you want Ira Glass. You don't know it yet, but you want Ira Glass. I'm going to get into that in a second. But first, I want to ask if if either of you is comfortable sharing like what success on your one thing would look like for you any takers
1: i'm still thinking is this is this, is
0: this in, it in one time. word i mean we didn't we didn't no no this. sorry not on not on one word in this one just like what would make this one a successful to you uh, what would make this success to you well, I, I'm, without I'm not any context about
2: you. what that thing is
0: yeah no just like to you personally like write it to yourself like, I, this would feel successful to me i would feel successful about this or that this was a success, if this, if that, if that, right? yeah, so what are the things that would make that thing a success for you? okay? what do you think? Okay. What comes to mind, and and this obviously this takes some time to deliver, but just like what what comes to mind for for you, Corbett?
2: uh okay, so for me, the uh my word was commit, and so what would make that successful for me is if the thing that I committed to was defined in such a way that it led to success for that project later. So, you know, in, in, yeah, reality, yeah, yeah, yeah totally to do is commit. So it's all about defining that thing. Well,
0: I love that. I love how you, you really like, you're used to this, to, to like shaving things down to whittling them down to like the, what's the very next step. Right. Yeah. And now you could, you could do that same exact thing for that project at large, right? right? That big, that commodity you wanted to commit to, now you can ask like, okay, so what would make that thing a success? What about you, Steph? What what things came to mind when you're thinking this one thing, fitness or whatever it represents to you, what would make that a success to you personally?
1: Well, maybe not surprisingly, given how you know me, I think um, what comes to mind for me is I have to sort of start to visualize what I feel like if I have gotten to a place where I achieve the goal that's in my mind, right? So for yeah. me the kind of like I start to step into like what it would feel like to achieve this goal and for me I have feelings like comfortable in my body mm-hmm. I feel strong and I feel rested those Ooh, are kind of the that. things that come to mind comfortable
0: mm-hmm. strong, Ooh, I like rested that. I sense yes. a yeah cast
1: <laughs> one at a time one at a time
0: courage and clarity hi guys welcome to comfortable strong and rested <laughs>
1: i could probably draw a pretty good crowd of parents we we just
0: we just start making podcasts that just have like like cool like great words in them
1: yeah in in one
0: episode yeah (laughs) okay i love this thank you guys so much for sharing this stuff What, what that is for me is just an exercise in okay success in stuff like just naturally is something out there some some like feeling I I don't know I'll probably know it when I have it but I don't have it yet and all of a sudden with a little bit of exercise you can go like oh this is what would make this thing a success to me if I feel comfortable strong and rested right do you mm-hmm. feel comfortable strong and rested
1: um I am getting closer I am not so all can, the way there
0: so you can kind of like you can kind of you can kind of measure your own success that way yes right like yep. do, do you see what just happened like you just took this. Whole thing back from whatever the world or or the other than you that the project turns into, right? Uh, like 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 all of like like a lot of us are always looking outside of ourselves for validation of what we're doing, both whether we're doing the right thing and if what we're doing matters enough, right? If it's if we're quote successful in that thing. And I think a lot of becoming successful in my own way for me has meant, oh, I can see that I'm already successful, but I don't feel like it, right? So depending on my perspective, like I can go like, oh, I'm already successful. But from another perspective, I'm like, but I don't feel successful at all because that guy has a bigger boat than me, or they have a larger podcast, or that business is branded better than mine, or I'm always going to play second fiddle to these people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we can define our own success of these things. And then, it, which is just by simply asking, you know, we have a whole podcast on how do you define your own success, which is an awesome conversation. And this is sort of a continuation of that. But it's simply by asking what would make this a success to you, right? And I think this is why you want Ira Glass, dear listener, even if you don't know who Ira Glass is, and that Ira Glass is, in fact, a name of a person, right? Ira Glass is the creator, producer of uh, This American Life, okay? And what Ira Glass decided to do was to be great at story, okay? Ira Glass from the from like you can hear these old recordings of him on the like Transom radio podcast and stuff where he's talking about like, where it's just like back in the day, vintage recordings of him going like what he likes about story, what he's, what he's learning about radio, this kind of stuff. Ever since the beginning, he's been just like, he limited himself almost. He was like, if I could just be great at story and radio, I would be satisfied. Right now, I think that's really powerful. So he chose story over success in some ways. Right? He chose being great at something over just being great. Do you know what I mean? Like everybody wants to be great. You want to dear listener, you want to be great. I get it. That doesn't make you special at all. You want to be successful. Duh, duh. get in line, right? Steph Corbett, Chase, everybody wants to be successful. Everybody wants to be great. But what Ira Glass wanted, was to be great at something, and I think that makes all the difference. Okay, so let me tell you about my life. First blog that I started that was like a a real like I'm going to try to do a blog thing was called Father Apprentice. Okay, it was a it was a site for new dads who wanted to be great. Okay, they, uh, they so and I was and like my only effort, my only goal in this thing, my only goal in this was. To you know, create a website that was kind of, that was both funny and deep. It was like you know, it was funny, it was cynical, and someone's like, "God, oh, dude, these kids are ruining my life." Very Louis C.K. that way, like you know, talking about the like like how upset I am about about my life. All at the same time, though, totally deep about how these kid this kid is changing my life, and I didn't even know I could. I was capable of experiencing love like this. You know, I, that was my only goal with this thing. And so my, that was my, my strategy. My only strategy was like, well, I'm going to do that. And if I get successful, like I'll be ready to be on stage doing the whole, like, you know, I don't know. I just started, you know, doing my thing and all of a sudden, bam, bam, I was successful. I don't know. You know, like that kind of story was what I was aiming at. Like if I get successful, it would be because of that, um, I got exactly what I wanted with that blog, right? I got, exa- I got exactly what I thought I wanted. Like, I had uh, the respect of a few people. Uh, people were reading my thing. It didn't grow very much, but that's not something I wanted out of it. Uh, and, and so I guess, I guess I got exactly what I thought I wanted out of that thing. And I, I'd say, in so the switch gears here. The same thing is true with my marriage, actually. You know, I wanted to become, I wanted to have a good marriage. I want to have a good marriage. And so, what it means is, I'm like, I I know I have to work hard on my marriage. And so, I got exactly what I want (laughs) a marriage that I work on. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Uh, The same thing happened with my guitar playing. A lot of people don't know this about me, you guys. A lot of people don't know this about me. Corbett's seen like little fits and starts of this. But the first half of my life, I spent studying the guitar. Like I went super hard on guitar. Uh I'm a little bit of a secret shredder on the on the guitar, right? And I got exactly what I wanted out of that. I got good at guitar. Do you see how I could have I, I look back and I'm like, I could have dreamed a different dream. Maybe a bigger dream, maybe a dream that was more true to me. Instead I, I dream I dreamed, you know, I want to be good at guitar. What I could have said was like I want to make music my friends fall in love to, right that I would pursue guitar very differently then right? I could have said what I want is I want to make I want to talk about my pain in in music so it's approachable to other people and that and that in that like i can I can like tell other people's pain too through music, right. I I could have dreamed a dream sort of like there. I could have said, that's the one I want. That's the the success that I'm defining. But instead, I never sat down and defined like, here's what I want from this. Here's what I want from guitar, right? Because if I did, I probably would have realized my intention was deeper than I want to get good at guitar. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? But I never did. So all I got was I got good at guitar. And I think a lot of times we do this, we're doing this right now in our businesses the things that we want to create in our personal lives. Like I said, my marriage, like, do I want a marriage that I work on? No, I want a great marriage. What's a great marriage. All right, let's define what that looks like instead of like just being one who's like, it's awesome. I'm committed to do the hard work of, of, you know, of working on my marriage, like towards what though, define towards what I can do that with my wife. Same thing with my business. I can define what I'm doing this for with the guitar. I want to write songs that, that tell the truth about me. I want to I wanna write songs my friends fall in love to. Like just music for my friends to, that they would like, right? Th- these are different dreams. And, and they did, they like, they, or, or to use the metaphor like we've been using, these are different definitions of what success in this project would look like. And what I've learned from looking at these things is that, yeah, we get what we think we want. You know, so the question that that like that is in in should be in your mind is like, what do I think I want, and is that really what I want? Okay, because this is again why we love Ira Glass. Why Ira Glass to me is a personal hero, a a a picture of what success can can look like and should look like. The way that I'm actively working to take back my definition of success from the world, from culture and make it look more like what Ira Glass has done, which is he got great at something. He picked what he wanted to be great at, and then he got great at that thing. And the same thing with Steph, like fitness could totally, if that's your one, th- one of your things that you're working on, defining success like that, if you don't define it, how will you know when you're, when you're fit enough? Well, how, do you, how will you know if you're doing a good enough job how do you know? And, and when, for me personally, when I'm stuck in that treadmill of like, is it enough? I could do more. So it's not enough. Let's keep going. It's just, I just, I'm not feeling the things that I want to feel. So Ira Glass chose story over success. And uh, it's kind of sad to say it that way. I like it because it's story over success. But the thing is, it's like, not like he chose a better story. No, he like wanted to be good at story right? The way that I like wanted to be good at guitar. And that's, that's where my vision stopped. And that's why I don't play guitar anymore. Do you know what I mean? That's why I I, I just noodle on it from time to time. But I have a bigger dream, a dream I'm much more excited, much resonate at much deeper levels with for my business, for my family, that, uh, that now those are my big dreams. Those are the things I'm heading towards and I'm actively defining those things. Okay. Which is, by the way, what our journaling uh, webinar is going to be about. How to make this a daily practice of reminding ourselves what is our definition of success? Why are we so pumped to get to there? And then how do we, so what do we do today about it? Right? So here's my closing thing. Okay, You define what success is or you will never feel what you want to feel. I think what, I think, what we all want is we want to feel like we want to feel certain things. We want to feel successful. We want to feel ourselves. We want to feel comfortable, strong, and rested. We want to feel certain things. And unless we define what uh, what success is going to be for us in all the projects that we do, it's gonna the 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 definition of success will belong outside of ourselves, and we'll be constantly trying to impress that outside force. And it's, not, and it's not a real force. It's not a real thing. And it's never, ever, it's never satisfied with what you've done. However, you can pull these things back. You can define your own success. You can take that power back. What will make this project a success to me? And now you can actually feel those things because you can, do, you can make yourself proud. And I think that's one of these like really powerful things we can do in, in our business world that nobody's talking about. Like, you can define what you would be proud of yourself in, in this project as. So, for instance, when I wrote down, when I was making this uh, this, me- this speech that, I, that I'm sort of butchering in some ways, but also trying to do it in a natural way for the podcast, um, wh- I, just, I got like most of the way through, the, through, the, through defining this thing, and then I realized, oh my God, I did not define... What success for me in this project would be, right? So I went back, and on the top of the page I have written here, like success equals, and then here are the things that that would make this a success for me. i was I knew I would be in a room with a bunch of real people who are really working on their businesses and they're already supporting themselves full time doing this thing, and they were all struggling, every one of us, right? So I thought, what would make this this a success to me? It would be a success for me if if I have fun. If I tell the truth, if I be myself and don't lose myself trying to make people like me or think I'm wise beyond my years, if I'm rooted in love, if I have hope for these people, like if I realize that this is a thing that's catchable by them, right? These are the kinds of things I wrote down for like, and guess what? I, I nailed it. Whoops. Make a little marker. I <laughs> nailed it. The uh, the um my one of my favorite podcast comedian guys Pete Holmes he does this thing <laughs> where where uh he's just like do you think Joel Osteen ever gets off the stage and says that's how you do it mother <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I just love love that idea of just like I like Joel Osteen just coming up just going like yes that's how you do it mother that's what i i immediately after i went i after i delivered the message or whatever um all the group the the event was broke out into these these uh groups by the way this is the event was called the the go summit geo summit and i love this event go to it if you can get tickets next year um get on their list right now and just make it a thing to to do it um and uh, anyway, so it was all broken up into tables. After my thing, everybody was talking with their tables and every, there was a coach at each table that was sort of facilitating the conversation. So everybody was doing stuff and then I walked off stage and I, wa- I looked over at my my friend, David Tosti, and I was like, that's how you do it, mother******. <laughs> 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 because I did exactly what I said, what I, what I like, I made myself proud. I defined what would make me proud about this and then I did that, Right. And I don't care if I could have been more, if I could have done better. If I, like All of that goes away when I'm like, I know, like I've, I define my own success for this thing. Okay, so the whole, the whole gist is, is this, okay? Success means either people like it or it makes enough money, unless you define what would make this a success to me. That's just like on a practical project-based level. But what, what this really gets profound for me is when you think about your life when you think about what's the life I want to live, what would make my life a success to me, right? Okay, Ira Glass did this. He chose story over success, and it led to success for him, right? He chose to pursue being great at something instead of just being great. You, dear listener, are like all of us. You want to be great. You, know, you already know you are great what you really want is the rest of the world to to know that about you right so a lot of this has to come from like realizing where you're already great and then going like what would make me feel greater still that's mine to control that's not that doesn't like doesn't mean like oh i got more twitter followers now you don't you you can if that would make you feel great you can control that then you can go i'm making my life about more twitter followers set a good goal though i have more twitter followers I still have the same conundrum <laughs> that I had before, which is like, why do I hate myself in my life? Why do I feel like I need to work so hard for what? I don't know, right? So be like Ira Glass. Screw greatness and decide to pursue becoming great at something. Bonus points if you make it something you love. So this is, that, was, that was my message that I gave at Ghost Summit. Um, I, I'm, I'm opening this up now for questions and conversations. What should we talk about?
1: Oh, man. This was awesome. I I'm like furiously writing things down just so you know.
0: Yeah, so where do you, where do you <laughs> want to jump in first? What do you, what do you uh, Well, I think what touches you.
1: I think I think it's so great, but I think one Maybe one reason, I'm like, I'm over here thinking to myself, this all makes sense. But why, like, why do we get off track? Why do we set Ooh, goals? Yeah. Like, you know, why do we look for outside validation? And for me, like when you were talking early on, Chase, the the thing that I wrote down was we have the answers. And I think this is really powerful. We talk, we've talked about this before, where mm. sometimes, and this happens all the time in Fizzle and, you know when we're talking about business, people are like, well, I have this idea and that idea and this other idea, and I don't know which thing to do. So like, what thing do you think I should do? People ask some variation of this question all the time. And what we're saying here, I think is you have the answer. It's just like when I wrote down fitness and then wrote down, you know, I want to feel comfortable, strong and rested. I knew what that meant to me. I didn't need you or Corbett or anybody to tell me what that meant to me. I have that answer. So for me, the question is like, how do we get away from that? Like, why does that happen? And I almost think that in some ways we, we, so we have this inherent ability to, or we're kind of like born maybe with this gift of, of, you know, knowing the answers. We have intuition. We know if we really get quiet and think about what we should do, we can figure out what the answer is. It tends to come to us kind of instinctually. But I think we get away from that because we stop trusting ourselves. And and somehow we think to ourselves like, well, I can't possibly know what's best for me. Somebody else must know what's, what's better for me. And that's Mm. where I think we start turning towards outside validation. I think that's where it comes from. So, I think that it it comes back to, it really is just this this difference between finding the answers within and and allowing your gut and your instincts to drive that versus are you feeling like you don't have the answer because you don't trust what's coming up when you write down the thing at the beginning Mm. of this exercise? Because I think Mm. that's where outside validation comes from is you think there must be somebody out there who knows what I should do better than than me. But I don't think that's the case And, and no matter what your goal is. So part of this I think is, Making sure that your goals are self contained enough to be, to not, uh, to, you use the words outside force. And I think this just kind of comes back to controlling what you can control. We like to mm-hmm. think, I've said this on this podcast before, we like to think we can control the outcome and we can't. The only way you can control the outcome is by controlling what goes into it. You control the effort you put in, you put in, you, you control the intention. You do not control the outcome. The outcome flows from all the work that you do up front. So I don't know. Those are just some initial thoughts from me, but yeah. it's very powerful and I love it.
0: I like that. Corbett, I, ha- I, I want to ask Steph's question. What do, you, what do you think about that question? Like where, why do we, like if we have the answers sort of like, if we like, because you're someone who I see as like, you're constantly, you've made, you've changed your whole life, you and your wife both around like, wait, what do we want out of life? Like, I want to live life on my terms. And you've done that like strategically, consistently and diligently over the past decade right and and so in some ways i see you as someone who's been on this path of like pursuing what you want out of life and i want to know what what do you where do you think like maybe maybe even i can word it it like this what do you know about staying on track with you know your goals or uh the things that you want that most people don't know
2: hmm that's a good question
0: um so, as you were saying this, I,
2: I think my my big takeaway was what Steph just wrapped up with, which is, um, the only thing we should focus on are those things which we can control. And if you're if and and to me uh, whether or not you achieve those things, that's what should define success for you. That doesn't mean that you don't want other things and that you don't have a bigger vision. So, for example, you said uh, you talked about playing guitar. Well, if your goal, if your bigger goal for playing guitar was to, let's say, uh, you know, earn a full-time living doing it, you would yeah. have to know that that's not something you can directly control because there are just too many variables, yeah. right? And yeah. uh, there's, there's too many ups and downs that happen along the career of a musician, especially. So the only thing that you can control would be something like getting really good at guitar. And then in addition to that, you know, um, producing actual albums or uh, working in a great band or something, you know, getting a job with a great band or something. So those are the things that you have to focus on. I think um, where we fall down is that we aren't taught how to measure success for ourselves. Mostly in school and when we're younger, we're taught that success is what other people think of us. Right, especially in middle school, it's such a formative experience, and basically all you do is uh, feel shame for you know kids like laughing at you or pointing at you or whatever because of what you wore that day or something dumb that you said or something that you did. And I think we carry that around, and then when we set goals for ourselves, deep down, that's really what we want is to like please our middle school selves and our middle school friends or whatever. So um, you know, it's it's a shame. It's too bad that we're not taught back then to think for ourselves and, you know, that individuality is important. And I think that's what a lot of uh, parents are looking for in schools these days, trying to send their kids to places where, you know, whoever is least ridiculed is is most successful doesn't exist. So I don't know. Hmm. I think uh, I think at some point disconnecting from that aspect of society was a big factor for me, like unplugging yeah. from the corporate world unplugging from, you know, uh living like everyone else really allows you to make up your own goals because there's no one there judging you. They can't really judge you because it's so different. You know, and, and I have had that experience where some friends who where I I was a lot like them and then as we started to pull away to live a very different life, we were judged in in certain ways by those people and it took a while for us to be yeah. for our friendship to sort of grow again like it was because Um, both of us had to get used to the fact that we were no longer competing in a way in the same or validating each other because we were living the same kind of lives.
0: Yeah. Now, I'm really curious uh, or interested in how our, our, we just recently did some planning for the, basically the year, the whole year of 2017. We probably have our projects, you know, the ones we want to do are defined at this point. Um, But that process was one of of looking at um, our business reality right? In order for us to continue to do this, we have to earn revenue. So that's one of the things we have to do. The other thing, in order for us to keep doing this, we have to like, like not burn out individually. You know, we can't just be be doing stuff that we hate because one or, or all of us will start to burn out and that will sort of shred our team to bits. And our team is what's so good at accomplishing this stuff, right? So that's one of these other pillars. There was three in the in the keynote that you put together, Corbett. What was the third that I'm not remembering right now?
2: The third, and it's the foundation. It's the most important, which is building, oh, yeah. uh, helping our members achieve meaningful
0: results. Exactly. So this is like this is the thing we do that the, that's our first pillar is the thing we do for others for our customers. Which the second pillar it comes from, which is like earning the revenue from that that service you know performed and then the third being how we just feel over time you know kind of consistently about working on these things because this is we want we we desire for this place to be to be a place that like we're working for it and we enjoy it like we love it like it's 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 like as good as a game of golf like it's both fun and meaningful and uh and playful and it hits all those things Especially that, you know, significance, that contribution bucket. Uh, that's an important thing that we can do here that we can't do with playing golf necessarily. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so what's curious to me is as we were defining our projects, what we basically did was each of us just brought projects that we knew we cared about and we thought would be really, really cool to do, that we thought should exist in the world, that we thought is going to improve uh, our, our standings in one of these pillars. Right, either the the service we perform for people, or the our business's capability of earning revenue, or how we feel about working in general, and to me that very much felt like the same kind of process. So not only is it is it like okay, this one thing that I have to do, what would make this a success to me? It's this other process, which is like, what is my one thing, and uh, or like what is like my next thing? That first question that I started with, right um what are the things that i want to be committed to instead of what are the things that i feel obligated to do that i know i should do i feel like a lot of a lot of you know of success and happiness for me like both of those like like to to do both of those is challenging to be both successful and happy requires a lot of nope i am not going to let myself feel guilty for not doing that that's just not the kind of thing i'm doing anymore do you know what i mean like you have to kind of take back from culture or from whatever other people's expectations, like th- things that they think you should be responsible to do. And you're like, no, I can't, couldn't be arsed to do that because I'm focusing on this and this and this, right? A silly example of this would be like all of the podcast uh, uh, asks that we get to be on interviewed on podcasts. And I love to be on on podcasts with people. I love talking about stuff. I love hearing the way they they think about my life and Helping them, helping them think more uh, honestly about, about success and business and things like that. But, if, but I, I, that's, a, that's, like a, that's like half a day gone in just like getting ready, setting up, not being, not, like if I could have that hour that was plugged onto the end of a two-hour planning session for one of our real projects, like we, I just lost something significant. And I go, I am focusing on the things that I am focusing on. And I don't have time for everything. This is like one of the natural things that 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 success has started to do for me is has made me really, you know think heavily about what are the things I'm allowing myself uh, I'm allowing myself to be committed to or to be expected of in some ways. Um, but I love, by the way, I love where I think this whole thing has worked out is in my journaling process, right? which this by by the way, guys, guys, hey, where my dudes at? <laughs> guys. This is not, like, when I say journaling process, I'm talking about something that is, that is I don't know, you don't have to see, like, polka dot, like, you know, notebook covers or, or something like that. What I do is I have a very manly, masculine, molestane notebook, a large notebook that I, that I use. And uh, what, what's great, what's amazing about this, though, is just these practices of reminding myself every day, what am I about? Because I'm, I forget. Inevitably, all the time, I forget. What am I about? Oh yeah, that's what I, I'm about. This, I'm about this. I'm about this. I'm about this. Right. Uh, the one of the things that I love doing in the mornings, I love just reframing what work can feel like. And I get, to, I just start it with like, I get to work at Fizzle, right? Which takes me into I get to influence real people with real hearts who have real hopes and real fears about businesses on their path to like actual freedom, to actual freedom, to actual self actualization, right? Uh, I get to work with Corbett and Steph. These people make room for me. I love working with them, right? Just reframing some of that with my sort of values or affirmations, whatever you want to call it, it has like such a profound effect on then how I, when I, then when I lift up my head and I go like, so what am I working on today? I can realize with, with total clarity, it seems like for a while, at least that is why am I like, or normally what I'll do is I'll go like, what do I feel like working on? And then I'm looking at that and I'm, and and if I see that same thing come up a few times, then I'm like, this is something I've got to commit to. This is something I've got to commit because it's in me and it fits on all of the values that I, that we have, et cetera, et cetera. So all that to say, you gotta get on the email list to get into this webinar. Even if you can't make the webinar, we're going to be sending out a recording of it. Okay. So go to fizzleshow.co slash one nine eight and get on the email list because we're going to send an email out as soon as we've locked down the time and the place for this, this thing that Steph and I are both gonna do. And I love that by the way, Steph, that you're going to show your thing, which is actually different than mine.
2: Mm-hmm. And I'm going to
0: show mine. So people are, because the whole point of this is you find out your own way to do it. You know, you find what works for you about it. Uh, and I yep. love that. I love that. This isn't like teaching you how to do one method. It's This is, but, but I think that what that, what that is to me, that's where the rubber hits the road or where the, you know, rollerball pen hits the paper. Um, (laughs) Did I just do a dad joke or what? Uh, About like, (laughs) about sticking into this thing. Steph, your question was, why do we forget? Why do we forget? Why do we always forget? Like, why, why? Like, like, had you before, Steph, had you defined before what success in, in fitness would, would mean to you personally?
1: Yes, but I think only because I've been down this road of having not. I like I've failed yeah. at it many times before, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I've I've done so much hard work in the past handful of years to understand what makes a goal different than one that than one that doesn't stick, right? So I yeah. I do think I loved Corbett's point, which was that we are not really taught at a young age to mm. understand how to define goals or how to measure success. So I definitely think it's a learned skill. There's no question. Mm, I like that.
0: Well, anything else we should add to this before signing off anything or any other lines of questioning that you guys you guys want to dig into? It, it, it's I've, funny it's funny to me the yeah, sure. um the
2: bottom line I think of all of this is really that we all want to feel good about what we're doing, right? We want to feel like um we've accomplished something and that that we are moving closer to our goals, but how we feel about them is really dependent on how we define them. And so it's really just this big head game that we play with ourselves. We could say, uh, for example, like Gary Vaynerchuk, I want to own a football team one day, which is the thing Mm. that drives him. Most of us would be terribly deflated by that goal because it takes probably 30 or 40 years to get even close to something like that. And most of us can't connect the dots from one thing to the next to feel motivated by that all the time. So the rest of us have to define much smaller goals so that we feel good along the way, I think. And maybe we have some vision in the back of our mind that we want to be, uh, you know, rich and famous or whatever. We want the usual measures of success, but we have to tell ourselves that what we really want is just to do a good job because we know that doing a good job is the first step towards whatever that bigger vision is. So it's. I think the head game that you have to play with yourself varies from person to person, but having this conversation, thinking about these things, thinking about how you feel about the goals that you set and whether or not you're even intentional about the goals that you set, I think that's really the beginnings of feeling better about it is just being intentional and having these conversations.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's such a, uh, I mean, just personally... It's just been had such a profound impact on me and it's such a great first question, Steph, because the truth is, is like, boy, you never, like, you just do. You fall off the ladder unless you have a, you know, a diligent practice, you know, a daily sort of reminder about who you are, what you're about, what your, like, direction is, like, what the direction of your life is, basically. You know what I mean?
1: hmm Yeah, And absolutely. I just think
0: that, that that's, like, I don't know something about that is is uh is really coming together for me in in like you know 3 months maybe of of just journaling and uh, and so and so you guys got to join us on this webinar I think you're really going to dig it if we, <laughs> now we have to do it Steph We're doing we, it. We, we haven't planned we haven't planned it at all. Um I have a lot of like of like notes and sketches about it but No but it's going like, to be
1: It's going to be really good because Chase and I haven't, we've like, sort. I feel like we've sort of hinted to each other about each other's processes, but we have not like deeply gone into what the other one does. So I actually think they're quite different. And I think that certain people will be suited to different, the different methods. So I think it's actually going to be kind of two different practices, which will be really interesting for people. I think.
0: I like that. Okay, guys. Well, listen, be like Ira Glass. All right. Choose, uh, choose to be to pursue being great at something, instead of just being great. Like, what are you gonna be great at? And chances are, your decision, your answer there has something to do with like where you can be valuable to somebody, where you see someone in pain or in suffering that you can help. And I don't mean they don't have to be like you know running down the street with an arm cut off, going looking for an ER uh though that that certainly is possible. I mean like so for me with with business what I see in business is I see people with hope, potential, possibility and tons of uncertainty and fear. Right? And I think that that uncertainty and fear is what can keep them from actually making something happen because you need a, a sense of like sort of like peace and trust inside of you to even just try being vulnerable enough to make something for other people sometimes. Um and uh and and when you do it from there, it, it you have a you have a strong you have a much stronger chance of being successful because this thing is not taking energy from you the way it did before, you know. Instead, it's 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 building up like it's it's like filling your tanks with with energy, and I I love that. I that's what I think about when I think about fizzles. I think about that, and I think about um, how meaningful that is for people to be to find their own path, right towards like creative freedom. Financial freedom, like independence, autonomy, getting to live however the hell you want to. Right? I love that. That's a service to me. So when I think of being great at something, I want to be great at helping people do that. What are you gonna be great at? What do you what do you want to pursue becoming great at? Instead of, you know, what we mostly do, and I understand why we do it, we just wanna be great. We just like, oh yeah, I wanna be great, I wanna be great, I wanna be great. And that's why we're so frustrated because we're not defining the thing we want to be great at or what we want to be great for, maybe. I have been Chase Wardman-Reeves. I've been Corbett Barr.
1: I have been Steph Crowder.
0: And I'll we'll see, see you there. there. We'll, we'll see, see you another, another time. time. <laughs> <laughs> These are so hard to do. <laughs> so there you have it. hey listen we did it we're doing the webinar it's scheduled you probably already got an email about it if you're subscribed to our email list you've probably already registered you're are you if you're not subscribed on our email list you're not registered yet so you need to go to fizzle.co slash one nine eight Vizzle.co/slash slash 198 is where you're going to find a link to register for the webinar that we were talking about steph and i are going to show you our daily journaling practice and what's so great about this is it's not it's not like it's not this big scary thing it's super simple super tangible super easy but it will absolutely here's what it does for me it grounds me it grounds me in why the heck I'm working so hard on these projects. And every day I start my day with like a full tank of motivation. I want you to have this this skill because basically this is, I mean people just fizzle out because they lose motivation. They don't, they go feast and famine feast, and famine with their energy levels about their projects. And it's actually, it's just really easy to, to to find that at a more sustainable motivation level. That's what this webinar is about. Please, 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 please go to fizzle.co slash 198 and sign up for the webinar. It, also, if you're listening to this after the webinar has happened, we'll I'll do my best to make it available to you as a recording because hopefully it goes amazing. <laughs> I'm really hoping that it's like honestly helpful. This is a no-pitch webinar. Nothing is being pitched to you. We're just gonna train you in what we do every single day that helps us accomplish our task. Cause you need to get that stuff into your blood. Here is an iTunes rating from Simon H76 in the UK who says, like a well-made mojito. <laughs> I'm not going to do the rest of the thing in an English accent out of, uh, out, of, out of respect for my friend Simon H76 who says I love mojitos, I also love the fizzle show both are great easygoing ways to spend a bit of time by the time you get to the end of each you feel great, you normally have a few laughs along the way, with one you feel a bit tipsy but with the other you feel entertained educated and enlightened I would try both at the same time, but I normally listen to The Fizzle Show while driving, so that would be frowned upon. (laughs) Here's a quote from my five-minute journal on January 5th that sums it up for me. I am grateful for The Fizzle Podcast that teaches me and opens my mind to various topics, ideas, and approaches. Ah, oh, ah! How perfect is this? We're doing a we're, we're doing a webinar training you on how to do some things. Like the gratitude part will probably be a part of it, uh, because these things ground you in what you get to do. And we, the Fizzle Show, this thing that I'm working, throwing my life force into, is helping Simon in the UK. Like he's like writing in his gratitude journal about this. That's amazing. I write in my gratitude journal about Mike Birbiglia movies. <laughs> I love it unbelievable our goal here dear listener is to help you make progress on your business every single week if you leave us an itunes review it can help other entrepreneurs to find this show please if you haven't yet think about it could you leave us an itunes review did i make that too soft do i need to do do i need to ask like harder maybe not we keep getting itunes review and we just passed the 500 us reviews thank you guys so much Let's keep it going. Leave us some more reviews. I'd love to read yours out on the air. Okay, this has gone long enough. Hope you, hope you liked this episode. I put a lot of my time, effort, and tears into this thing. So uh, uh, hopefully it resonates with you. Find care, take care, serve hard, and dig in. Thanks. And I'll talk to you next Fizzle Friday.